on the Smithsonian Folkways label. Well, it is 7.30 here on your community radio station, WERU-FM. Time for our usual 7.30 feature where we check in with R.W. Estella on the phone. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. Today, the 21st of January, is filled with famous birthdays. It's the birthday of the famous Confederate Army General Thomas J. Stonewall Jackson, born in 1824. Of the famous British comedian Benny Hill, born 1925. Of the famous fashion designer Christian Dior, born in 1905. Of the actor who played the television character Kojak, Ellie Savalas, born in 1924. And of the actor who played the first Superman on TV, Steve Reeves, born in 1926. It's the birthday of actresses Jill Eikenberry and Gina Davis, born 1947 and 1957, respectively. The birthday of golf great Jack Nicklaus, born 1940 and the birthday of radio great Wolfman Jack, born 1939. But the person who will perhaps be most remembered today, at least publicly, even here in Maine, the whitest state in the Union, 96.9% as of last census, is Martin Luther King, Jr., whose birthday was almost a week ago last Tuesday. Before we had a day set aside to commemorate the life of Martin Luther King, Jr., President John F. Kennedy in the early 1960s learned how valuable a political commodity King Jr. could be. Agonizing whether he should make a telephone call to King's wife, Loretta, to console her about King's recent jailing, Kennedy went ahead with the call and quickly ended up drawing many GOP blacks over to the Democratic side. King Jr.'s influence will be called upon by more than a few presidential hopefuls today all over the nation. Portland, Maine, for example, will be the site of the 27th annual Martin Luther King Day Breakfast Celebration. Featuring keynote speaker Susan Rice, senior national advisor to the Barack Obama campaign. Yet, as some of us are thinking about who will be our next president, we're also thinking about how much longer we will have to endure the current president in office. For some of us whose thoughts are heartwarming, those thoughts give us renewed strength, fortifying us in the coming year. Elliot Nachwalter of Vermont is one such optimistic thinker. Elliot has made refrigerator magnets, coffee mugs, golf balls, and greeting cards, which all emphasize one important date, January 20th, 2009, George W. Bush's last day in office. Think of it, citizens, Nachwalter suggests. Every day that passes from here until that date is a day closer to that date, to that date when you can fill in whatever modifier makes you happy. That blank, blank, blank president of ours, George Bush, can no longer remain in office. Time is on our side. These are the sentiments of so many that Elliot Nockwalter has consolidated into that one date. Nockwalter, in essence, is saying, Do not fear, gentle voter. Day by day we are closer to a day without the W. Free at last, free at last on that day, good God Almighty, we will be free of him at last. Come on, Maine. Have a good day. Mm.